Gordano. Gordano. This is a uh, this is sorry not in service. Uh, You're looking well. I don't think you are actually. I think you need to go to a doctor. Looking a bit jaundiced there. Are you sure your liver's okay? Yeah. So um, go and check that out. But um, but wait until you finish listening to the podcast before you do. You might get over it. <laughs> Who knows? So um, this is the show, and uh, we'll speak to you at the end. Yeah, that's basically it. That's the way these things work. Mm, lovely. Sorry, not in service. But where does it go? Where does it stop? Watch some sign of the lollipop. It's the Fred Wedlock stop. Here's a song about Superman. Just me. Uh, good evening. Uh, this is uh, Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio, and uh, thankfully, after nine months on the air, so <laughs> barely any time at all, uh, we finally started making waves in the uh, media circus. <laughs> uh, Tony Bastruder in the uh, Clatworthy Catawaller recently reviewed the show, saying, uh, Pointless waffle of an ill-educated pair of hopeless buffoons. Sorry Not In Service has no discernible value to the ten parishes or the outlying villages comprising the known universe. Um... Glad we've been uh, doing our best for you there, Tony. And uh, Midgery Splank of the uh, Somerset Leveller uh, said, Of all the poorly conceived media that I have borne witness to, this radio thing seizes the Battenberg. Sorry Night in Service might well be the root cause of all evils known to humanity, especially what I'm planning. So uh, good luck there, Midgery. It's always good to have goals. Uh, Ernesto Gabriello of uh, Argentina's Radio 10 uh, referred to us as Pendejos. Pendejos, which I believe means uh, comrade or friend. Uh, Ratko Miladic, uh, writing in the um, Hague's newspaper, uh, said, I liked it, uh, but I get how some people might find it a bit annoying. Hey, who am I to say what's good and what's not? I'm Ratko Miladic, the Serbian war criminal. And um, indeed, uh, Barry Summers of uh, this very parish uh, said of the show... Me, Barry. So thanks very much there, Barry. That's very useful. And uh, of course, uh, Gigantimax, the destroyer, writing in the mail... Uh, said, the fact of the matter is these guys clearly don't have enough going on in their heads to sustain a show that refuses to lean too heavily on playing music back-to-back and tries to cast a wry eye over the week's news and sports. However, I'd still prefer to listen to the news all day than have to suffer another episode of Sorry Not In Service. So, uh, thanks there, Gigantimax. And, um... Well, sharp. Yes, it's Sorry Not In Service, 10 Radio here in the 10 Parishes. Good evening. Hello everybody, my name's Simon, I'm sat to the left of the studio, and William is the other one. He's over there. I'm sat on the right of the studio. Together we are two people talking in you. (laughs) In you, that's right. Um, I've just been out uh, to... uh, Brixton! the Brixton no, Academy no, 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 to see no. the Blur Band. No, no, no. Out, outside the studio here to have a cup of tea and a and a puffer. And uh, a dog. A dog. Yes. 
defecated right outside the studio. And if that isn't a, uh, a, a glowing review, I don't know what is. <laughs> it literally defecated. Right outside the studio. Right outside the studio. The uh, owner... Yes. ...looked like she was about to pick up the defecation with uh, a bag in her yeah. hand. Uh, I don't know if she's sort of gone through with that. I uh, will go out later and, and check. So, oh, um, you could do like a description of her and we could get people to send in their audio pictionary versions of, <laughs> of, the of whole, like an artist's impression of the situation. Of the whole scenario. <laughs> yeah, Lovely. The entire scene. Have, have we like got Constables have, for Hay Wayne, but modern. Have we got a show for you this evening, listeners? Have we? Hmm. Well... We've got some stuff for you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's not no. just going to be dog feces. Um, well, we have well, <laughs> well, let them make up their own minds as far as that goes. Fine, fair enough. Uh, we um, we we what don't have he? a huge amount, but we've sort of circumvented. So, well, yeah, 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 sort yeah, of yeah. circumvented that problem by uh, using uh, the internet. Yes, are you are you familiar with the internet? It's kind of a big box in the corner of a room. Tells yeah. you stuff. What's it doing there? And uh, I, I did a, a search on there for... Um, what? What? What did you search for, Simon? What did you search for? Radio Ideas. Pokemon <laughs> Challenge Guide. No, Radio Ideas. And I've radio got a list ideas. of topics that are suitable for radio. And uh, we're going to be uh, attacking these topics throughout the show. Yes. Along with uh, some of our more homespun drivel. Yes. A lot of drivel. Either way, a lot of drivel. We're going to be uh, revealing the winners of our latest competition, Moira Stewart's Night Out. We're going to be having the um, announcement of the final competition. That's right. This very even tide. That's right. And if you want to get involved, remember, uh, just get involved, really. And uh, just, just to sort of as it is. spur you on, uh, I have ordered the prizes. He Sorry, has. not in service stationery. I did it at 5am uh, last Thursday. And uh, my choices reflect that. What? Th that it was 5am and it was a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. We came in, of course, at the Fred Wedlock stop um, with a song written by John Gill. Mm. Simon, you may be familiar with John Gill. He watches you. And uh, Simon once sent that song, Superman, <laughs> to the, uh, the Oasis band, suggesting they cover it, which is a lovely story. And they didn't, which uh, says an awful lot about Liam Gallagher. The Arrogant Man. This is... Off-air chat needs to be discussed before it becomes on-air chat. Why? Play your song and we'll discuss it. This is Pint-Sized Heroes with Fever. <laughs> What's their fever? Good evening. It is 10 Radio, of course. Still going on. Simon, sit down. It was a short song. Sorry about evening. that. I was just... I was just um, checking on the feces, really. How are just they? as a quick update, listeners, it's all been cleared up. It's all been cleared it's up. It's safe to leave the house. Excellent. Um, you're sorry, right there, were you just texting? Just, just texting. Fine. <laughs> Is that okay? Not really. Fell inside. Not when we've got no contact. Oh, sorry, that was, uh, that was um, Fever by Pint Sized Heroes, and uh, we'll be hearing more from the Pint Sized Heroes <laughs> if they release another song. <laughs> well, I think, uh, given that we've got nothing... <laughs> And being on the radio seems to have been a surprise to us. Um, <laughs> Ooh, let's do a. I didn't see you come in there. Let's do a. Uh, I think a, 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 a topic from our radio ideas sheet <gasps> from the ideas. internet. So I'm just going to pick one at random. Uh, uh, ooh, health and fitness. Health and fitness. There. That's a topic, and that's come under the advice heading. So, I, I, how I, do you how do you keep fit, William? This is actually this is actually more relevant than our rubbish introduction would suggest. 
Well, because since we've last met, right, so I read, remember Dave, uh, we had Dave uh, interviewed a while back. Dave Irwin. Dave Irwin, yes, he yes. wrote a book called Everything Will Work Out in the Long Run. Mm -hmm. I know what it's called, you didn't at the time. No. Nope. Um, and uh, yes, I thought, well, I'll give that a whirl. I'll give distance running a whirl. Mm -hmm. And this mainly... Surely by all running is distance running. No, no, some running... It's not distance running, <laughs> it is width running. <laughs> okay, fine. You get a certificate for width running, you get a certificate for distance <laughs> I mean, width running is more shimmying. <laughs> like a crab. Yeah, precisely. Like a crab. Where was I? Oh, yes, yes. So, um, uh, yeah, I've taken, to, I've taken to running. It's very good. I can just run away from all problems. Right, okay. All hassles, all, all concerns. You just run and run and run. Any feeling better for it? Oh, I've, I've run away from more problems. Health <laughs> and fitness. Say so the uh, Radio Ideas Google search has Simon, done the trick. Simon, Simon, how would you say is the best way? How would you say? How would I say? How would you say what am the best way to keep fit? Uh, eat less, do more. Ah, but what if you only eat stones? <laughs> I would then update it to eat less stones, do more. Do more? Of good things for your health and do welfare. More. <laughs> eat more, eat less stones. Eat less stones. Eat less stones. Eat less, uh, here's one. Here's a, eat less stones, lose more stones. That, that could be like the government's, um, oh, what, they what do you call it, headline? <laughs> Radio Ideas. Now, of course, a lot of you will be thinking, hey, I don't want to be inside listening to these twerps. Well, <laughs> we're going to make sure that you feel like you're outside. So open the window, let some birds in like it's the outside world. And another way is to pretend you've just stumbled across some lovely folks having a lovely sing-along next to a campfire. And they're burning an intruder to the ten parishes, as is tradition. And, uh, yeah. Oh, so you're going to play some like sort of folky music like with all voices singing and that? Uh, no, actually, this is what's known as thrash metal to those who don't understand the words. Yeah. The radio. Ah, the radio there. That was Fleet Foxes. Yes, I thought it was. Ragged Wood. And uh, mm. Simon predicted that one coming a mile away. That's because I'm well skilled at this thing. Well, we forgot to mention earlier, 25 minutes in, we've forgotten to mention our uh, email in subject. So That's true. Do uh, elucidate. I will illuminate the possibilities by elucidating the email subject. I've taken my feet off the floor, so I'm like a child on a swivel chair. Um... Yes, tonight we are asking, because it's all lovely outside, or at least it has been, it's going to rain soon, but what was, and what might be again in the future, in your ideal picnic? Picnic, pic picnic chat. Picnic chat, here on 10 Radio. The cutting issues that cut you. <laughs> if you have a sharp knife at a picnic, it can cut you. That's so, true enough. So, <laughs> Or a sharp wit. Um, so, literally... We're, we're, we're fine. Literally, the email in subject is what would be in your favourite picnic not ants not ants nobody likes okay. nobody likes actual ants at a picnic no that's true William have so you, have ants you, at a picnic how, how would how would these people who are hey, listening hey. to this nonsense um, just sort of join in with that conversation hey guess what the way you could join in <laughs> would just be by emailing us guys it's that easy studio at tenradio.org or you could go 
to the website. Yes. What is the website, Simon? Tenradio.org. Oh, sorry. Tenradio.org. Everyone loves that radio jingle. And, um, of course, you could text uh, the word studio, followed by your message, to a special number that I shall now read. 07786202240. Or go to our website, sorrynotinservice.com, and go to the Speak To It page. These are all fine ways of you getting in contact with us sexy people in the room. You can talk to us with your voice via the meaning of words. What would be in your favourite picnic, William? One of the things that would be in my favourite picnic is sausage rolls, because I like <laughs> sausage and rolling. One of the favourite things that would be in my picnic would be cucumber sandwiches with the crusts cut off, because I don't like crusts, but I like cucumber in between bread. One of my favourite things that would be at a picnic would be some kind of a tartan bedspread chucked on grass. One of my favourite <laughs> things that would be at a picnic would be some thick dry grass that has been woven together to form the thing for carrying the picnic. One of my favourite things at the picnic would be ball games on the grass. One of my favourite things at a picnic would be not ants one of my favourite things at a picnic would be uh, Roy Beater, both red and orange, one of my favourite things at a picnic would be some sweets or afterwards but not too many sweets because I get silly excited, one of my favourite things at a picnic would be, would be cups of tea and coffee for all the grown ups one of my favourite things at a picnic <laughs> would be would be drinking things out of plastic things and eating things off plastic things. One of my favourite things at a picnic would be not oh, having metal cutlery. Stop it! One of my Stop it! Simon, what do you like at picnics? <laughs> Just being with friends. <laughs> I don't like having friends at picnics. I go to picnics on my own. Play your special music for a special <laughs> you. Right, to um to get Simon back, because last last week he played some dread last last show he played some dreadful things for my wife. None of them would be at a picnic that I would enjoy. Um, I've decided, well, partially to try and get back at him, and also because I'm starting to run out of upbeat music that isn't metal. I gave the game away. I'm going to play some metal. Uh, so this is Brokass Helm with Cry of the Banshee from the album Defender of the Crown. Well, jolly good. Right, do one. Lovely. Just feel that. You feeling it? Well, crikey Moses, I prefer that to the metal. I think that was terrible. I hated that. Well, you are a monster. We're just going to have to agree that I'm right. So, no, um, listeners, remember, uh, get in contact with uh, your what would be in your favourite picnic tales, uh, <laughs> studio at tenradio.org. And um, what, what, what would be in a just adequate picnic for you? I, I just think just no rain. Just no rain? Just no rain, Ever. really. No rain and I guess some food of some sort, although I don't really like eating out in the open or oh, in front of others. So, I mean, picnics... Do, do, do you know what, actually, my ideal picnic? Not being invited. I bet your ideal picnic would be um, a series of one-man tents into which no food was posted. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll go along with that. That's, that's fine. You're listening to Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio. 10 Radio. The beacon of truth in the veil of darkness. <laughs> That's very true, actually. That's a good point. Is it? Listeners, uh, we are going to be... Slam against Wibby. <laughs> We're going to be wrapping up uh, the Moira Stewart-a-thon uh, it, uh, after this next song. Um, 
we are going to be revealing who won the competition. The and reported. we're also going to be hearing <gasps> from Miss Stewart Miss? herself. And uh, that's going to be jolly exciting. William, any yes. content? Why don't you have a look at the old uh, Why radio have ideas? Look at the old thing. Radio ideas. I'll and, get the old jingle and... machine. Ready? Okay. Radio ideas. No, no, don't. No, 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 no. <gasps> Beauty tips. Beauty tips. How beautiful are your tips, Simon? My tips are actually they're a bit shoddy at the moment. I think I. Sort of um, burst a blood vessel in one of my fingers. Oh, did you look at that? Uh, so it's sort of gone a little bit black around the edges. So um, my tips right now, not at their best. William, uh, I've got um, under under a couple of my tips, I've got a wealth of filth. But conversely, I mean, I'm I'm for the most part, I'm quite pleased with my tips. Fantastic, Simon. What? How are your nips? My nips? Yeah. Yes. Well, much the same actually. Pretty much. I'm just um. I've got some dirt underneath one of them. Yeah, and I've <laughs> burst a blood vessel just around the edge of one. It's all black and hard. It's not very nice. Yeah. So um, my uh, nips aren't in the best of shape. But, Beauty uh, nips. So there we go. So That's stay awesome. tuned for the wrapping up of the Moira Fest. This is the wonderful Nick Drake with his song Hazy Jane Two. Ah, oh, that was the lovely sounds of Nick Drake there with uh, crossed out now. Hazy Jane number two. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it was good. So, listeners, we are going to be wrapping up the Moira Stewart conundrum. Uh, we asked you on our last show what would Moira Stewart's ultimate night out be, and this is of course going towards uh, the league table, uh, and uh, you win prizes. So um, we had two entrants, which was down on the last one, um, but that's because you had to do some writing rather than just scribbling. Yeah. Um, and the first one is from the mysterious Yodar. We don't know who Yodar is, but he's been entering these competitions and actually doing reasonably well. And I will read out his explanation as to what Moira Stewart's ultimate night out would be, and I'll do my best. So Yodar writes, Elsie Dodd grew up in a small town in the West Midlands, the daughter of two parents conventionally enough. Her father was an expert in Egyptology and her Irish mother was a housewife who was famed in the neighbourhood for her hot pot. Elsie herself was a keen sculptor who was never afraid of using new materials but, as is often the case, she was influenced by her parents' work and so developed the style known as My Ra Stew Art. So that's Ra Egyptology Stew Hot Pot Right, I think we know where this is going. Unfortunately, Elsie couldn't make a living as an artist, and so she joined the BBC as a journalist, and eventually was offered the job of newsreader, as long as she changed her name to something a bit less working class, as was the style of the time. Elsie thought long and hard until she remembered her artistic past and native accent and came up with Moira Stewart. Following her semi-retirement from newsreading, Elsie has returned to sculpture and in the evenings loves nothing best better than getting involved with some Egypto-culinary art. Oh boy. Brace yourself, boy. Come on. She is looking forward to an exhibition of her work, including a statue of Reginald Bossenquet made of Sekhmet and Kirpi Pie... Sekhmet, S-E-K-H-M-E-T, and Kirpi, K-H-E-P-R-I, part. Steak and Kirpi, Sekhmet, Steak and... I think that's meant to be sort of Steak yeah. and Kirpi. 
fucking uh, pie. A bust of Fiona Bruce created from shoe pastry with a lovely chocolate topping and, only viewable inside a freezer cabinet, a representation of Hugh Edwards in Isis Cream. Isis Cream. Isis Cream, yes. I'm sure we can all look forward to the best BES of Elsie still to Knum, K-H-N-U-M, with none N-U-N of the bad days, but many hapy ones, H-A-P-Y. She will geb G-E-B better at um sculpture. She will geb better at um sculpture, sculpture, A-T-U-M sculpture, and is thinking along the lines of a new biscuit. A new biscuit. <laughs> a new biscuit. A new biscuit. A new biscuit. A new biscuit. Which could be so- sold in shops. Right, Simon. Simon, 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 so, um, so thank you, Yodar. That was brain shredding. Um, so who was our was. second entrant, William? Well, Simon, our second entrant is me, Barry. Oh, really? Oh, was it really? It was oh. from uh, it was from our friend yeah. and yours, me, Barry. Right. Okay. Oh, so, what's, what's Barry got to say for himself? Well, Barry has to say um, on the subject of Moira Stewart, Moira, uh, that uh, being a Virgo, Moira would obviously plan any night out with meticulous detail. Having a, uh, a Radio 2, never heard of it, show. This is Radio 2. This is the wrong. Radio 2. Uh, this is back to 10 radio now. <laughs> um, a show on the Sunday night, and then commitment with the uh, Ginger Wanda, that is uh, Chris Evans, during the week. Does she? I guess so. I, am, I don't know very much actually, about it. Yeah, they, 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 I imagine they would bounce off each other well. But she's never been married. Um, the only night free for excess is Friday. <laughs> I think she would start out about uh, six p.m. by going down the spa and getting preloaded on blue WKD. Yes. You drink it in the shop. They can't do you for shoplifting. Uh, then off down to the Royal Albert Hall for a bit of classical music, which she likes. <laughs> you know Moira. She is a Virgo. Uh, you know how the o- LPO like to knock off about 10 o'clock to get down to the pubs? Well, Moira would head on down to the curry house for a vindaloo. Chance for a fat Les song. Vindaloo, 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 vindaloo Alex vindaloo, James is involved. Um, after the Indian, it would be down to the nearest house party where they'd be playing the latest dance hall tunes, both capitalised, after which she would stagger home to a bachelorette pad. Wow, OK. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Barry. Nice house. So, look, we've discussed Woo! this, listeners. Um... And it was it was it was tough. It really was. But the the pun Anubis kit <laughs> has really struck a chord with me. I don't know about you, Will. Because yeah. the thing is, Anubis kit in that sentence makes no sense whatsoever. It's thinking along the lines of Anubis kit, which could be Anubis sold. kit. Anubis kit. I mean, because yeah, it had to be an an Anubis kit. Yeah, it doesn't. But then that would be an an, an Anubis kit. A, an a new biscuit I love the fact it doesn't work but it's stuck in my noggin made of Sekhmet and Kepri pie <laughs> Sekhmet and Kepri um, I'm sorry this has probably been very dry for a lot of you um, we'll pop this up on the website you can read through it uh, but I'm saying Will you can try and deal with it yeah. I'm going to say 
just for the strength of the Anubis kit pun. Anubis kit. And for the in the interests of keeping this competition interesting and for another my, for another show. My Ras Jew art. Yeah, my Ras Jew art. That Yodar wins this round Yodar. and earns himself ten points, him or herself ten points. And um uh, who me Barry that's right Barry uh, earns himself six points so the standings are going into the final round in first place is Barry with 22 Yodar with 20 Dr Colin Summers with 14 my wife Carla with 10 our mum Joanne with 6 and John Lyon with 6 so all to play for and we'll be hearing from Moira Stewart after the next couple of songs because we've been talking for far too long good morning Well, crikey Moses, that was Battles with um, a song by them. And before that, it was Loop with Beach Town. Now, listeners, uh, before those songs, we were discussing what um, our competition entrants thought Moira Stewart's Ultimate Night Out would be like. We are very excited to have on the line this evening Moira Stewart herself. Moira, good evening. Good evening. Thank you, Moira. Um, William? Uh, Yeah, well, before we start, uh, how did you uh, feel when you found out that you were the subject of our competition? I was really surprised and a bit apprehensive, a little worried, and then I thought, yeah, go for it. Fair enough then, and uh, okay, let's uh, let's cut to the chase. Uh, Moira Stewart, what would be the backbone to your ultimate night out? Spirits, beer and wine, and a packet of 20 cigarettes. Well, fair enough, Moira. Uh, Who would would you like to share your, uh, your, your night out with? The Chief Constable of Sussex, Prince Charles, and an unarmed man. Fair enough. Fair enough yeah. <laughs> um, oh, who, who wouldn't? I mean, that sounds like a, a, a gripping group of people. Yeah, William, no. how much would you spend on, you, on food on your night out? £55. Fair enough. And, and how much do you think you would spend on average on drink? £5,720. Oh, blimey, that's, uh, that's a fair whack then. Uh, so, do you have any left? Unfortunately not. Everything's in the can. <laughs> well, that's a, probably a bit more information than we were expecting, Moira, but thank you very much for being so lucid with us. Uh, when you're dancing on a night out, how much attention would you say you get from the guys? It goes up by the rate of inflation. Well, that makes sense. That's, yeah, that's maths. Well, well, Moira, thank you very much for joining us uh, on air and sorting out all of those little issues that we've been having, um, well, from both of us. Yeah. Good evening, Moira. Good evening. Good evening. And that was Moira Stewart, everybody. So if you're in, a, you're in any doubt about uh, what Moira's <laughs> ultimate night out would be, I think you'll find she has just answered your queries. Here at 10 Radio's bi-weekly flagship nonsense fest, sorry not in service, we would like to thank you for all of the emails you've sent all of the contributions you've made communicating with us throughout the week. You are some of the greatest people we've ever met, and one of us is proud to call one of you our wife. Our wife. Still not mad keen on that jingle, but I love that jingle. Because it says everything we need to say, rendering the rest of this flim-flam. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, as the uh, jingle suggests, we've got a couple of emails in on the subject of Simon. Picnics. Picnics. That's the picnic key. And um, we've got one which says a picnic should be served on a fold-out table laid with a linen tablecloth, china plates, metal cutlery and real glasses. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Real glasses. Quite a hoity picnic there. Who's that from? I don't know. It says, I had a picnic like that with my aunt and uncle. 
Unfortunately, it was beside a major road out of London. <laughs> so, do you think that maybe they're getting confused and they've just had lunch at a high-end service station? Yes. Yes. With I think real I, glasses. I think that's more likely the case. But still, it's a, it's a lovely email. I mean, that's that's wonderful. There. That was a lovely email. Yet more. Since man has invented the chair, table, and indeed the house, I see no point to picnicking for pleasure. Eating outside should be restricted to those too antisocial to partake in civilization and inhabitants of Burnley. Ooh, slamming oh. the people of Burnley there. Who was that from? It doesn't say. Right, OK, so sort of anonymous Burnley baiting going on here on uh, Sorry Not In Service. I would say yeah. Um, you can picnic for pleasure. You can eat outside when it's necessary, when you want to. Uh, yeah, I just don't like it. I, there's no... At no point do I like eat. I don't really like eating in front of other people, and I really yeah, don't like eating outside because it's just you look at people who are eating and you think, well, that's the start of the journey for that flapjack, and it's not going to end well. Really? Yeah. That's how you look. Well, but yeah, but that's not exclusive to outside eating, Simon. No, but it's it's. It, it that's just, your I, answer to health and fitness. Eat inside. It doesn't count. I just don't like it. I really don't. I see people eating in the street, and I just think. That's gonna be. That's gonna end in tears. What about if uh, somebody uh, picks a blackberry whilst walking along and they eat that? That's fine. Or an iPhone. <sighs> also, we have had the email saying <laughs> the email. This email. Everyone's <laughs> getting this email these days. Uh, my picnic, bit possessive. Yeah. Would be in a nice field during the summer. <laughs> Note: nice field. Uh, the sky would have no clouds. Hmm. It would be bright and I would feel warm. <laughs> I'd spend the picnic with my friends and we'd have a lovely times. Then some zombie would pop to <laughs> off the ground. We'd look at each other, nod and pull out shotguns from the picnic camp air. The rest of the day would be spent slaughtering zombies before having a few bourbons biscuits and heading home. Love. The other brother. So that's from Richard, is it? That's from Richard. Richard. Our younger Richard, brother, Richard. That is the best email we've received for a long, long time. Thank you very much. That took me on a little journey then. I especially like the Bourbons. Uh, at the end of the day, just finished off with the zombies, pack the guns away. Fancy a Bourbon? Bourbon biscuit. I haven't had one of those in ages. ages. You know, the, by the time you get round to a selection box, the Bourbons have gone, haven't they? Oh, haven't they just? Especially if it's a poor selection. Yes. Better biscuits out there. There certainly are. Well, lovely. Well, that's uh, terrific news, one and all. Yes, thanks very much. Keep getting in contact. We know you're there. This is Radiohead with Body Snatchers, like some zombies. Uh, Simon, I see you've come in. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was just having a live feature. Uh, who's that? So, um, <laughs> Right, okay, so that, what was that, William? That was uh, Body Snatchers by the Radiohead Band. And as you pointed out, just as it started playing, um, this might be the first Radiohead we've actually played on here. Yes, that's true. How exciting. Yeah, so that's another fact for your scrapbook there, listeners. Facts. Um, William, what do you fancy doing next? Do you think Let's we should maybe talk junk mail? I think that's quite a lovely idea. Why don't we have some junk Mail. <laughs> well, I received uh, a wonderful. Actually, no, the sorry not in service uh, email address received some wonderful news oh, really? by the uh, by the email post uh? Uh, from a man called uh? Ahmed Zama. Dear friend, he starts. 
Oh, oh God, he's a which friend. Is, which is nice. He's a friend already. Friends. Because if you remember, listeners, the last bit of junk mail we read out uh, started with the word attention, which yes. um, was a little bit sort of frosty at best. Uh, so Ahmed works as the auditor with the UBA. Oh, no, that's the word I can't pronounce. Oh, sorry. It's... Portfolio. Yep. Oh, sorry, sorry, no. Wagadogo. Wagadogo Burkina Faso. Okay, Burkina Faso. I work as the auditor with the UBA Wagadogo Burkina Faso. I have an investor under my portfolio with a closing balance of 4.8 euros. (laughs) See? Confirmation there, Will? 4.8 euros. (laughs) So already, I'm interested. 4.8 euros? You could nearly buy a glass of wine. <laughs> I could. Uh, it's, it, I mean, it, you're laughing, but it's quite sad, because the investor died on 31st of July 2000, leaving no will or oh. authorization for but retransfer of his investment and its proceeds to the inheritor. Compound interest would raise that to, what, nearly 5 euros? <laughs> nearly, almost 5, almost certainly. Is so euros anyway, even available in 2000? Uh, this, this, sorry? Euros exist in 2000. Well, I did, I did wonder that. I haven't looked that up yet. But anyway, <laughs> there's a closing balance of 4.8 euros in this bank account. And the, the investor has died, which is sad. But he's left no will, which is careless. And um, and so, that, so there we go. Put a charity so, box. Uh, he's, this guy has personally, personally carried out an investigation on the subject matter <laughs> that, takes, that takes me nine months to finalise. <laughs> He's working, doing all this work for four point eight euro. He might not even get. <laughs> exactly, just a, yeah. Just a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, he's made to understand that the family or relatives of the investor know nothing about this investment. So he's worked nine months to finalise what to do with this money, but he hasn't sort of spoken to the family or relatives. Any, does it, if you don't have a will, doesn't it just default to your nearest? Not, yeah. not in Burkina Faso, apparently not. Apparently anyway, not. not according to my friend Ahmed. Uh, <laughs> uh, that apparently, well, the family or relatives have no records at all of his deposits and investments, uh, leaving us with an avenue for claiming of the said funds really? with its accrued interest. Which brings mm. it to he doesn't say five. Yeah, I mean that's kind of left for my imagination. So I'm busy thinking about how much that 4.8 euro could be right now. I mean that's well, 14 incre- years ago. That's yeah, five. I reckon. Yeah, five. Right? yeah, I mean, yeah, that was exactly. a slump a while back. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> now he, he goes on to say, like I said before, there is no risk involved, but he hasn't mentioned no risk at all. All he's mentioned about is nine months avoiding talking to the family about this four point eight euro that he knows about. <laughs> so, um, like I said before, there's no risk involved. Actually, uh, if you had that said to you halfway through a taxi journey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to take a left here. There's no risk involved. I've mentioned right, it at the start good, of the journey. Fine. Um, remember that. There's no risk involved as it will pass through international banking laws and all the necessary information will be given to you later. Later? Apparently so. The next line is, please observe this instruction religiously. <laughs> Look at the way that Ahmed at some point is going to find us, hand over five euros and say, I'll contact you. <laughs> He's a clever guy, Will. He's an auditor with the UBA, that word, Burkina Faso. Anyway, so he's asking us to observe the instruction religiously. Okay. Religiously? Religiously. Please please observe this instruction religiously. Next sentence, please. Again, note I am a family man. I have a wife and children, which is showing off. We've taken him hostage. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I think he's getting himself so worked up about these 4.8 euro that, I mean, he doesn't know what he's saying. He's telling me there's no risk 
involved, like he said before, but he didn't say it. He wants us to observe the instruction religiously, but he hasn't given us any instruction. And he says, please, again, no time a family man. There's been no mention of his family, only the deceased's family. Okay? Is this from beyond the grave? I don't... <laughs> I send you this mail, not without a measure of fear as to what the consequences, but I know within me that nothing ventured is nothing gained, <laughs> and that success and riches never come easy, or on a platter of gold. <laughs> This is one truth I've learned from my private banking clients. Do not betray my confidence. If we can be of one accord, we should plan a meeting soon. Oh dear! This in a window in that west. I know. I mean, this is read through that, but through like one of those little um, transmitter things. Okay, okay, I don't really know how to sort of make. Okay, because it's a bit crackly, isn't it? Uh, so, like I said before, there's, there's no risk involved as it will pass through international banking laws and all the necessary information will be given to you later. Um, what I would say, uh, Mr Jones, is that... Um, observe this, my instructions religiously, if you would. Um, please, again, no. I am a family man. I have a wife and children. I'm speaking to you through this glass, not without a measure of fear as to what the consequences, <laughs> but I know within me that nothing ventured is, is nothing gained, and, and that success and riches never come easy or on a platter of gold. This is the one truth I've learnt from my private banking clients that I speak to on a regular basis that come through the door. Do not betray my confidence. If we can be of one accord, we should plan a meeting soon. I interest you in an ISA. <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, it goes on and on, really. That's about as far as I can read. I mean, down at the bottom, our sharing ratio will be 60-30. What? 60-30, oh, well, while 10% will be set aside for any kind of expenses along the line. So, so what, 48 cents? 48 <laughs> cents will 48. be set alone. I mean, probably he spent that much money sending us this email. Um, anyway. So, as well as everybody else. I don't think I can go through with it, Ahmed, if you're listening. Apart from anything else, I have betrayed your confidence live on air. So um, I do apologise. If anyone's interested uh, in, um, in coming forth and claiming this for Just, Euro uh, 80, um, I would... Well, I, uh, I would um, propose uh, emailing him via his private email address for security and confidential reasons. It's Ahmed, A-H-M-E-D-Z-A-M-A-0-1 at Viola, or Voila. 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 V-O-I-L-A <laughs> dot F-R. So um, that's the email address to go to if you are interested in claiming this for Euro 80 on behalf of the deceased without the knowledge of his family or friends. Follow the instructions religiously. Have one! Like a stroke, like a comet, like a burning shell shot from a 45. So there we go. Now, listeners, we are going to do our final round of this mega, mega marathon <laughs> competition. It's so exciting. It's an idea that we've ha we hatched more, probably about, what, ten minutes before we arrived uh, yeah. in Wivy tonight? Let's face it, though. Some of our best ideas are hatched ten minutes before we start doing them. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes they're hatched as they happen. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But those are the less successful ones. We are going to be doing, in a similar vein to Audio Pictionary, we're going to be doing audio catchphrase. Uh, you, you'll remember the TV show Catchphrase with Roy Walker? Remember Catchphrase. It? Uh, say what you see. Roy Walker. Roy Walker. Catchphrase. <laughs> say what you see. Roy Walker. And so on and so forth. Uh, so we are going to be uh, sort of describing uh, describing a, a scenario and yeah. uh, it's it sort of... It, it, there's a catchphrase within and we want you to, to tell us what the catchphrase is you'll get the hang of it uh, send your answers to sorry not in service at yahoo.co.uk or onto yep. our Facebook page here comes the very first one so I ask you ladies and gentlemen 
What's Mr. Chips up to? So, Mr. Chips is um, he's sort of sidling up to a goose. And um, the goose is sort of... He's been made aware of what Mr. Chips is, is up to because um, he he's, there. he's been sort of telegraphing that information. He sort yeah. of he warned him in advance. He sent him a letter in the week and said, uh, I'm going to be approaching you and yeah. uh, so as you're not surprised. And Mr. Chips is, is following through with that. And he said from a distance, sir, Cooey, Cooey, I'm over here. Don't be, don't be alarmed. I'm on my way. And uh, he's just sort of sidled, sidled up to the goose and they're busy jumping up and down because they're having a good time. So what might that catchphrase be, listeners? What was Mr. Chips up to? What was Mr. Chips up to? He's a crazy character, isn't he? Sorry, not in service at yahoo.co.uk. Or go to the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash sorry not in service 10 radio, or our website, sorry not in service.com. We should come up with more things. Let's get a fax number. Should we we have another uh, another catchphrase? Are we going to have another go? Let's have another go. So uh, I ask you, listeners, we ask you, what's Mr. Chips up to? Music again. <laughs> uh, so, so, Mr. Chips, oh, William, no, you this time round, what Mr. Chips has done what is he up to? Mr. Chips, what's Mr. Chips up to? Uh, he's, uh, he's grabbed a uh, big old Tipex pen that you had in the 90s yeah. and he's, uh, he's written a big S on his forehead. Uh, uh, oh, right, okay. Well, and he, he's, he's eating something there, he's isn't he? Eating, I can yeah, see him eating. We're not eating his pills of some sort, but uh, candies and sweetmeats. Sort of Skittles. Skittles. That's what they're called, isn't it? Skittles. Mr. Chips is yeah. eating a load of Skittles. And he's getting very big and round and he's, a, he's turning into a primary colour. With a bit of on his face. So I wonder what Mr. Mr. Chips, Chips is up to. So there was a catchphrase within that description. Yes. What do you think it might be? Mr. S- Mr. Chips eating Skittles and then turning all round and bulbous. What could it possibly and be? Brightly coloured with hey, an S on it. Here's the thing. Before we get through to the last clue, maybe we should discuss uh, exactly what it is that people might stand a chance of winning. We'll remind oh, that's them. That's a good point. Build so, up a bit yes, of tension. Exactly. So if you weren't Chris, already into Chris this, Chris Tarrant style. That's right, listeners. We have ordered some stationery, some authentic, sorry, not in service stationery, ordered off of the internet, no less. Yes. We have uh, got um, uh, tape measures, pens. Yep. Uh, uh, what else was there? Charcoal? No. No. There was something else. Uh, line, uh, lies. Oh, and it, yes, it was. A, it was a, um, uh, a keyring. Light, keyring torch. Oh, keyring light. Yes, keyring yes, key torch. Yes. So, um, so we've got these things on order. They should be coming, and um, we will be presenting them to. I think. I think it's going to be the top three in our league table. I think the top three will. So be the top receiving. three currently is uh, is Yodar, no, Barry in first. Uh, Yodar in second and Dr Colin in third place so uh, all to play for now are we going to do the final catchphrase Will? I think I think it's about time we did the final catchphrase uh, which one is this? Uh, no, it's the, um, uh, the yes okay fine oh yes of course are we, do, are we actually doing this one? yes we are actually doing this one right okay so for the final time the final catchphrase and if you want to listen to this again you can listen to the podcast which will be up over the weekend or go to our website and I'll put it up there over the weekend what's, what's Mr. Mr Chips up to? <laughs> Now, uh, Mr. Chips is, uh, well, basically, he's, he's with a couple of friends, and these friends, they're getting on famously. Uh, they're lying on the ground, and they're, they're really going for it, aren't they? <laughs> famously. <laughs> but they're getting on famously. I mean, man alive, but what's Mr. Chips up to? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chips is, of course... <laughs>
Mr. Chips, he's on a unicycle. <laughs> Mr. Chips, he's on a unicycle. He's just, he's just going around and around and around and laughing and laughing. <laughs> Pointing. He's causing quite the ruckus. And uh, he, he, in, many, in many ways, in many ways, this this third entrant into this scenario is spoiling everything for the couple that are. What did you say? They're getting along famously. They're getting along famously in the park on the ground. So the arrival of Mr. Chips has spoiled everything. Yeah. He's on a unicycle. And don't forget to email in with what makes your picnic a reality. <laughs> Getting along famously. My goodness. Um, so, anyway, listeners, that's the final competition. <laughs> Prizes will be awarded to the winners on our next show, which will be the first one in May. <laughs> I, Mr. Chips, what a guy. What's he up to? What's he up to? Uh, this goes out to um, any fans of telecommunications adverts. That was Walkabout uh, by Atlas Sound with uh, Noah Lennox, who, fun fact, mm-hmm. is Panda Bear. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I, so was my, mari- my, I was married once, but then I went walkabout and my wife left me. Is that your Crocodile Dundee impersonation? I am Paul Hogan. <laughs> yes, certainly you are. And before that was uh, Don't Cry Baby by uh, Kushik and Dudley Perkins. Uh, quite right, too. We've had some emails late in the day. Uh, one from regular contributor Cedric the Librarian. Cedric. Um, on our subject of um, uh, what's in your picnic. And uh, the uh, message reads, I particularly enjoyed Picnic at Hanging Rock. He's put that in yeah. sort of, uh, what, what would you call these? Uh, so quote marks. Quote it's because marks. it's a title. It's a title of a book, I think, from Cedric the Librarian, followed by, uh, yeah, so he particularly enjoyed the Picnic at Hanging Rock. He also enjoyed the Bears Picnic. <gasps> yes. Berenstein Bears. Yes. Uh, the, a Picnic of Poems in Alice Green Garden. Oh, top work. And Silly Pants and the Vegetable Picnic, a cute story about healthy eating for children ages two to six. Uh, that's what makes a good picnic. Absolutely. A book about a good picnic. And a healthy one as well. What makes a good life? A book about a good life. Well, yeah, I can't really argue with that at all. And uh, we've also had another one from uh, <laughs> Philip Wilson. It's not what you need. Yes. Uh, Philip Wilson, uh, and he says uh, he, he's, he's sort of taken aback. This is the first time we've played a Radiohead track, or claimed to have done. Yeah. He, he says that he's, uh, he heard a show many uh, moons ago, uh, before Sorry Not In Service, where we were, we did a, a Radiohead special with uh, with Johnny Doo. Johnny and, um, Doo? He's quite right, actually. And um, we the were Avant just discussing Garden then... Music Man? Yeah, the avant-garde music man, Johnny Avant-garde Doo. And uh, uh, we were just discussing then what we might do is um, is upload that onto uh, Mixcloud and, and pop it up on the website. So if you wanted to have a look and see where this all began, this amazing journey that's brought us this close to superstardom. The incredible then, um, journey. Then, uh, then, 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 then listen up. Uh, we're going to play a short song now while we tidy up, so okay. uh, we'll see you in a minute and 24 seconds. I couldn't sleep at nights then Woken by the face The studio is tidy, the varmints are outside There's one varmint, two varmints, the others are outside Or hiding No, there's only two two varmints varmints this week 
Uh, so, listeners, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, this has been Sorry Not In Service. You are uh, adequate. You are adequate, actually, yeah. And uh, there'll be a podcast up at some point this weekend. might be a little late because I'm, um, I'm back in Wivy tomorrow morning. Because it's not helping the base. Just helping to Which is not a euphemism. <laughs> so, um, what's Mr. Chips up to? So, go forth and have fun. <laughs> this is Iros Childs with Oola Oona. We'll speak to you in two weeks and have fun with your endeavours. Bye. Bye. Sweet as honey, what a view. Cordano. <laughs> so that was the podcast. And, um, and uh, yeah, what well, indeed was Mr. Chips up to? What's he up to? Crazy character that he is. Get involved with the competition, not with what Mr. Chips is up to. Oh, fuck, good grief, no. If you, if you want to um, hear what Mr. Chips is up to uh, again, then either rewind the podcast or go to sorrynotinservice.com and I'll, uh, I'll put some clips up there some point over the weekend. And uh, enter, uh, email us at sorrynotinservice at yahoo.co.uk or... Um, go to the website sorrynotinservice.com that's right and the section is called you do it yeah. and uh, you will win you won't win you might win some uh, stationery only <laughs> about only about what four of you have a chance of winning stationery yeah yeah, but then that's kind of your own fault so yeah, um, should have got involved cowards so anyway uh, that no was the podcast cowards. and we'll be uh, we'll be announcing the, the the winners of our competition marathon in two weeks time which will be the what will be the um, first First Friday of May, or anyway, we're, we're rambling because uh, we're tired. So um, we'll speak to you in a couple of weeks and um, and, and be friends. And bye. Good day, no. Good day, no.